Well, we want to welcome to the program uh, a good friend of ours from the uh, pro-life ministry right here in the Diocese of Trenton, Rachel Hendricks. Hey, Rachel, how are you? Um, well, thanks. It's good to good to see speaking with you again, Jim and Cheryl. Good to hear your voices again. Hi, Rachel. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, well, We've after, been looking forward to this after the lockdown and, and all the crazy stuff going on. We're happy to have you back. And uh, just to yeah. let our listeners know, if they're not familiar with with you, you've been with us before, of course. Uh, you work in the Diocese of Trenton in the pro-life ministry, and um, that we've we've invited you each month now to come back and just share some good news about what's going on and other information that people need to know about regarding the pro-life issues. So uh, welcome, and uh, what do you have for us today? Yeah, well, um, it certainly is a really busy time these days um, for people that are involved in pro-life ministry and really all people of goodwill who care for the sacredness of um, the unborn child and of all of all human life. Um, so a lot of your listeners probably are aware of the national Supreme Court case, the Dobbs case, that has the great potential of overturning Roe v. Wade. So there's a lot of attention right now focused on this abortion issue um, in particular because of the Dobbs case, but even more in particular here in the state of New Jersey, um, where we see the abortion climate actually worsening um, as, you know, as it looks like uh, Roe may be overturned. And just to take another look at the at the Dobbs case, too, you know, we, we're all hopeful that Roe v. Wade will be overturned, but we have to also recognize that that's not the best um, best outcome of this Dobbs case. Really, would be uh, for the uh, federal government to recognize the unborn child as having as being fully human, a full human person, and having all of their rights covered uh, under the Constitution. It does not look like that's going to happen. It looks though very probable that uh, Roe will be overturned. And so, again, we look into uh, the different states and how they're responding to this. And unfortunately, here in New Jersey, we do see that the abortion climate is expected to get even worse. Um, some of your listeners may be aware that there was some legislation passed in January um, by our state government, signed by our governor, that is now codifying the right to an abortion in New Jersey through all nine months of pregnancy. And oh. although that was kind of the case before this law was signed, this really is codifying the right in our state constitution, which kind of just reinforces it. And, um, you know, our governor has announced also that he is interested in um, making New Jersey a sanctuary state for abortion, which is horrific and horrible. And um, I know our bishop uh, spoke to you about a lot of these issues in his uh, program last week. And I'm, I'm just grateful to hear the um, very strong voice of opposition that we're hearing from our bishops here in New Jersey against these um, potential policies that would further expand abortion in our state. So, you know, it's leaving um, a lot of us in respect-life ministry a little bit exasperated, right? So there's a lot of there's lots to learn about, there's a lot to know about, and there's a lot to process. And um, so, you know, from the church's perspective, we want to really encourage people um, to continue that learning, to continue their prayer efforts um, for the respect for all human life. Um, but our bishops really are, are um, together in how they hope our response uh, will be, and, and our response being the response from the faithful of the Church. And what we're really hoping is to have a very strong presence of compassion, of mercy, and of service and outreach to those in need. So, you know, the Catholic Church has always provided a, a place of compassion and mercy and service. 
So we want to make sure that we are bolstering those efforts, especially for those girls and women who are find themselves pregnant in a difficult situation and may be vulnerable to the choice for for abortion. Um, And so we're really encouraging our parishes to get involved in learning about the local resources that might be right in their own communities that they could offer to women and um, and girls who are in need find themselves in these situations. So I don't know, Jim and, and Cheryl, if you've heard of the um, USCCB's initiative called Walking with Moms in Need. Is that something you guys have heard about? Yes, and, and I was going to say, um, I uh, work at St. Magdalene's in Flemington, New Jersey, in the Diocese of Metuchen. And just this week, there's large posters that were put up on all the entryways to we, we have a lower um, school where the CCD parents go, to all the, the doors of the entryways into the church, into the parish center, into the offices, and it's bilingual. On one side, it's English. The other side, it's Spanish. And it, it's it, that exactly, and it lists all the resources that are available in our immediate area if you are, um, you know, looking for help. And they, it's a, it was a beautiful poster and very, very encouraging that if someone's on the fence or don't doesn't know what to do, that they can reach out to one of a number of resources. So they were. Yeah, well, that's that's wonderful to hear that that's there. Are you going to add something else? Oh, I was going to say they they were just because it just came out and they were just so quick to get these printed and up. So I, I hope other parishes are doing the same thing. Yeah, and that that's a great that's a great first step is to create that awareness because you know the Walking with Moms in Need initiative. It's really meant to be a parish-based response to women and girls um, and young families who find themselves um, expecting a child and they're in difficult circumstances. For It could be for a variety of different reasons. And so the Walking with Moms initiative is hoping to equip parishes with those local resources that are available. And it's not, it's not about making every parish into a pregnancy resource center or a pregnancy care center, right? Um, but rather having the parish take the initiative to improve and better communicate the help that is available to pregnant women in need. Because oftentimes there's a lot available in our immediate areas or even maybe just in the next immediate area beyond our our extremely local area. And Mm -hmm. um, what we're trying to do is have the parishes kind of connect the dots of those resources that are around Mm -hmm. so that they really can walk with these girls and moms who are in need and not just say, oh, you know, it, where I am, I live in um, Southern Monmouth County, and so if a if a girl were to come to my parish, the automatic response might be, "Oh, there's a birthright in um, Red Bank. Birthright's awesome, but Red Bank is a 35 minute drive away, and then there's one in Tom's River, and that's great too. But these women don't always have the resources to have the transportation or be able to take the day off of school or work. Mm-hmm. It, it may be in a situation where they don't even know if they're pregnant yet, or they might know that, but no one else knows, and they're afraid to tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's great to hear that these resources are starting to go to, to be up in our parishes, um, because we also want to inspire and engage the parish community in a whole church kind of life-affirming initiative and increase the awareness that, you know, these girls and, and women are in our local communities, and some of them may be a parishioners with us. And some of them may be just living, uh, maybe moms and high school students that are or college students that are right in our immediate communities. And they don't always think to go to the church. And sometimes they may think the church is 
maybe not a place to go if I, if someone finds themselves in a really difficult situation and they're expecting a baby. Mm-hmm. So the, the idea would be to really make our parishes be what I think was Pope Francis says, to be islands of mercy in a sea of indifference, um, which is what, unfortunately, the experience of a lot of people are when they're in difficult circumstances. They don't see that anybody cares. And of course, we know our Catholic churches do care. But how well do we communicate that, and especially to women and girls who are in really difficult situations? Exactly. Um, yeah, I just want to ask one quick question, Rachel. This Walking with Moms initiative, is this is this something that uh, the pastor would initiate, or is it a group of people within the parish going to the pastor say, hey, can we do this, Father? And either way, if so, do you have the resources in, in the pro-life ministry in the diocese to help them? Yeah, so what I would recommend, anybody that's hearing this and is even remotely interested or really eager and interested to learn more, they can go to the USCCB site um, that's called walkingwithmoms.com, and there you'll find a ton of awesome resources about how to even think about getting started, how to pray about it, how to get organized. They have a lot of great tools for the parish to use. Um, So anyone in a parish that um, would like to start this going in their local parish um, can take a look there at that walkingwithmoms.com, and that might help assist them in their conversation with their pastor or deacon or Respect Life Ministry. Um, so that I would encourage people to definitely check out the walkingwithmoms.com website to see what's there. The one thing I would say is don't get overwhelmed. There's a lot of information there, and it's not that you have to do everything. Mm-hmm. It's just they included everything in case you're in a parish where you have a lot of time, talent, resources to put into like a larger um, kind of initiative in your local parish. Um, you know, at the very minimum, we would like to see all the parishes uh, take some time and just inventory the local resources that are around them, where, you know, a, a mom or a woman might be able to find housing if they need, um, where they just have somebody to talk to. Right. Um, and then, of course, the material goods that they might need. And if a woman is not sure what she's going to do, it's important to provide her with prenatal vitamins and maybe some anti-nausea lollipops that they make that really can make those initial weeks um, a lot more um, and can soothe them through them and give them kind of a peace of mind that they're doing something while they're trying to work through this crisis time in their lives. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so the, the idea is at the very, at the very least, have our parishes equipped with a lo- with a list of local resources and you know, and I can provide for my office at, at in the diocese um, a broader list of pregnancy resources. That's on um, the website that um, that I manage, which is dioceseoftrenton.org slash respect dash life dash ministry. Um, and there's a tab there for pregnancy resources that's printable, and um, we keep that updated as well. Uh, but the more local we can get those resources, the more we can truly walk with these moms who, who need it. They need assistance. Um, I'll let you know about an interesting development that we've been looking into that, to help kind of um, bring this initiative to parishes. Um, we have in the Diocese of Trenton, we have about half of our parishes have active St. Vincent de Paul Society Ministries. And those are ministries that are built to walk with people in need in our neighborhoods. And they serve people in need. And they're, they're structured and they're equipped with volunteers and um, a process by which they are um, the benefits, beneficiaries of donations from parishioners and local people. 
Um, so right now we're kind of tapping into some of those St. Vincent de Paul societies to ask, to propose to them if they would be interested in um, taking a closer look at, at this particular neighbor who may be in need, this mom or a woman or girl in these, in this difficult situation with an expect, with, you know, expecting a baby. And, um, there's a lot of interest. They have the support network already set up, and really we're just asking them to provide perhaps certain specific material needs geared toward these vulnerable women and girls, um, and then to go through that inventory process. And, and it, it's an opportunity really to invite more people into the ministry work that they're doing because, you know, there's a special um, – it's something special that tugs at the heartstrings of any mom – um, even if she had her ch- had her children at a time where she was financially secure and you know had a loving husband and you know had a stable home environment, we all know how hard it is to raise a child. Whether you have one child or you've, whether you have ten, mm-hmm. we know the challenges. And um, so I've seen locally here, as St. Dennis um, is my home parish, and our St. Vincent de Paul Society is just starting to embark on this very enthusiastically. And they see that there are people who you know, maybe aren't involved in, in the parish life at all, maybe not even going to church, but they are responding to the request to assist women and girls who, you know, are, are really in need at this time during a pregnancy. And so it's a, it's a really a beautiful invitation to invite people into ministry while we're ex- inviting people into the compassion and mercy that the church offers. Couldn't you just see how beautiful it would be, whether it's um, St. Vincent de Paul or even, um, you know, some sort of social outreach ministry in your parish? That they had a collection one Sunday. Okay, we're just going to collect uh, baby clothes, you know, from five years and under, or cribs, high chairs, strollers. I mean, how often do we drive and we see, like, the, the large trash day and you see things like car seats and strollers and stuff just, like, out at the curb? How wonderful it would be if we, if we had a place to bring all those items that could get into the hands of those needy moms that, oh, my goodness, I'm overwhelmed. How can I even buy all this equipment? Or, you know, just every time you turn around, the child is in the next size and, and you're, you don't really want to go to the mall and buy a whole fresh new batch of 3T. So how beautiful that would be, like, just to have, we're going to have, you know, baby collection. Right. And, and yeah, there's and there's an abundance of goods now. And nowadays with, um, you know, some families, you know, getting an abundance of gifts when they have a child, you know, those, right. those families, those women who have, you know, supportive families, um, and then they don't have need for it anymore. And I know in my area, we have a local Facebook group for my town. And um, oftentimes the, these young moms are offering brand new baby carriers and all sorts of items that are so valuable. And they're often willing to just give them away. And so, you know, prior to all of this um, walking with moms developing in our parishes and here at St. Dennis in Manuswan, my home parish, um, you know, I would reach out to those moms and say, oh, well, if no one else, you know, if you don't, if you're not giving it to anyone else, would you consider donating it? Um, mm-hmm. I can take it to a pregnancy center. And they're like overjoyed oh. to drop off their, and then more bags and stuff. And, and the attorney goes, what else do you need? We'll go out and buy prenatal vitamins. What else, oh. where else is there a need? And it's just like the simple um, invitation to help in a specific, for this specific um, you know, mom or girl in need mm-hmm. really allows them, allows this charity 
to really flow, the love to flow in there. It's like it's like people are waiting for a chance to give, and they might not even know mm-hmm. what will really inspire them. And sometimes it's just that simple invitation. Yes, beautiful. Rachel, thank you so much. Let's give your your uh, ad- web address again if people wanted to find out more about the pro-life ministries here in the diocese. And I'm assuming there's a contact uh, way to contact you from that site if they want to get in touch with yes. you. Yes. Okay. Yep, on that side is my phone number and my email address. Um, and so that address is dioceseoftrenton.org slash respect-life-ministry. Okay, very good. Well, Rachel Hendricks, thanks so much for being with us today and all the good news. And look forward to talking with you again next month. Great. Thanks so much, Jim and Cheryl. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. You too. Yes, God, Thank bless you. God bless you. Thank you. you.